Respect that. That's corruption. I could make a fake snake. You not pee in the pool. You 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 you, you not pee on the barbie. All of myself is clean. <laughs> Welcome to the Hard Mark Podcast, everybody. Rumpus time has begun. My name is Eric Donaldson, and the purpose of Rumpus time is to explore the mind of the weird and wonderful star of our program. He is the artist formerly known as the man of 54,097 compliments, the EVP of soul skiing development, the mater of mat drama, the Tampa Bay topsider, the living painting, the talent, the kooky coma kid, flying Ryan Murphy. Ryan, how are you doing on this fine, fine day? Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> That's not the response I was I was expecting, but I'm glad to hear oh. that. Okay, yeah, good. Glad to <laughs> shake things up a bit. Yeah, the the coma references, of course, uh, when we were in person, uh, the last round of episodes, we we delved briefly before we got into our extended Russell talk. We delved briefly into whether or not you would prefer to be in a coma for ten years or in prison for five, and so hence the kooky coma kid. I did. I went come on that. Uh, I'm, it's been a bit since I listened to it back. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I think you did because you attributed it to like being like sleep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kind of thinking it back now. It makes sense. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think if you had asked me right now, I would have had to come up with an answer. I don't think. Well, you're sober now. I mean, we were we were several tequilas deep when we were having this discussion before. Yeah, so your yeah, mind, your brain wavelengths were working differently then. Yeah. We're talking to a sober, he's clear-headed, he's drinking, he's sipping on his grapefruit. I feel like you drink out of the same glass, regardless of whether it's tequila or grapefruit juice. It's like all I have. I just buy, like, <laughs> it's great for the environment, just plastic cups. <laughs> uh, I, didn't think, I didn't think I'd be here that long, Eric, all right? <laughs> okay, under, understood. That, there's not, like, uh, glassware in the in the house? Like, communal glassware? Not communal. There's, I think there's very little glassware in this house. There's like, hmm. you know, four guys living in here. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, there's no communal glassware. Okay. All right. No. Noted. No. Well, um, let's get let's get right into it then. We'll we'll delve into this edition of Ryan ranks it. A wave is like a twister. And Ryan, I've got a good one for you. I think you're going to be invested. I think, you know, a a large part of this is kind of getting that engagement from Ryan early on. And so I think I've got one uh, when people are hearing this. So this is going to be posted as of February 9th is when people are going to be hearing this right before Valentine's Day. But we're not going to talk about Valentine's Day here today because Ryan, as per he's mentioned previously, he's never going to have sex again. So we're going to we're not going to. We're we're not going to dangle that sort of Damocles over Ryan. Instead, we're going to pivot towards something that's a little bit more up his alley at the moment. We're going to talk about sports, Ryan. Good. <laughs> <laughs> men, men being men, just just yeah. the way we like them. But uh, so the, the the Super Bowl is right around the corner. Uh, again, people are going to be hearing this on the 9th of February, Super Bowls, this coming weekend. And so I thought it would be interesting 
for the two of us to sit down uh, and have a discussion and rank the the major sports trophies. Mm. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. And so we'll just launch right into it. And I, I don't know, there is necessarily a, a baseline for this, the catch-up of sports trophies, if you will. Uh, I guess we'll just go in the order that I have them written out here. Uh, I, one that's that's near and dear to your own heart, Ryan. Major League Baseball. I don't know. What is, do you know the name of that trophy? I can visualize uh, it in my brain. It, it has like a lot of like flag type of things. It's like pennant sticks coming yeah, out, yeah. circular. Uh, I can Google it if neither of us know I, off the top of our heads. Is it the pennant? Is it just called the, I thought, uh, let's see. My phone, um, my phone was just listening to me. Is it just the World Series trophy? No, it's not, I don't think it's the World Series trophy. The Yogi Berra Award. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, are you, what are you searching? Hold on. I'm, my phone just... Okay. Okay, World Series trophy name. Uh, it is. It was christened the Commissioner's Trophy in 1985. Mm, yeah, I mean, I don't... I think a lot of people would know that. I uh, certainly didn't know. I mean, it's a beautiful yeah. looking trophy. Pro- it is, it is. Probably yeah. going to be the worst name on our list, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so are we just, I mean, are we ranking the the trophies themselves? But yes, no, we're ranking the, the trophies specifically, in my opinion. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, that's different. Um, but it's a good one still. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So this is, I mean, you can... I think you can weigh the sport in it to some degree, but really we're looking okay. at the trophies. We're, we're comparing yeah, the trophies. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's a nice, I don't, it's an, I think like I like that trophy a lot. Yeah. The commissioner's <laughs> uh, trophy, sir. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's great. A great looking trophy. I, I don't think it stands out though. Like you have probably, I think the other three major sports definitely stand out mm-hmm. much more. Like and we'll see if we can come up with any any additional ones beyond that. I mean, this, uh, yeah. this could be just as probably a good baseline. It like you know, like it, yeah, it's probably it probably starts at three and maybe moves from there. But I don't think this is a standout trophy. I think it has like meaning in the sport. But yeah, I think you gotta okay. You have to wait to find the uh, to see the other trophies to get them up a little bit higher. Okay, so the Major League Baseball, the Commissioner's Trophy, yeah, as it is known. So that's number three. Okay. Which again, nice looking trophy. Apparently, it started to be given out in 1967. Just for your, I don't know what they gave before that. I don't really know. I don't really think before 1967. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess is that worth looking up, or should we just move on? <laughs> we can just move on. Okay, let's just move. On. <laughs> okay, uh, let's move on to one a heavy hitter, maybe the favorite to win it all in Ryan's heart. The NHL, the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I think that might be the most, the, the, as far as trophies go, that might be the biggest one. Um, I now, if it's as far just, as sheer size, I yeah, you're probably right. And it's like it's different because that that is like that's the Stanley Cup is just one trophy. Like it, every year, it's re it's you know recirculated. Like they put their names on it or right engraved. They drink the out of it. Don't do the same. Yeah, it's all the same. So. It's got its famous fucking trophy, Eric. Like, I mean, I'm looking at it's, it's the size of, it's the size of like a small child, uh, give or take. For anyone unfamiliar with the Stanley Cup, 
I mean, the only thing that would like, if I was a hockey fan, I'd be like, dude, that's the, easily the number one trophy. Like, you know, it just holds, there's a whole lot of meaning to me because I'm right. a huge hockey fan, but I know like the history with the trophy is pretty like, it's a pretty big deal. So I didn't and, realize until you mentioned it, that the, it's the same trophy. Like they don't make a Stanley yeah. cup for each, uh, team that wins yeah, or anything. trophy. Huh. I so I say, like, the history behind it. Right. Don't drop that thing. <laughs> <laughs> good, good advice. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I put that number one right now. It just has to be. It's ahead of the right. I I I agree with that. I think as far as sports trophies go, I mean, it's got to be for sure the top one or two. One 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 would assume. And I mean, for for as little of a shit that I give about hockey, like just right. like an iconic right. iconic trophy. Like it, it yeah. is. Yeah. It has managed to surpass the limitations of hockey and become an iconic representation but, of champions. I bet it's like the opposite, dude. Like it's like it's like people don't know what the NHL championship is like. Well, I mean, you know, it's called, but they know the name of the trophy, you know. Yeah, sure. Because the World Series, like, you know, <laughs> but what's the trophy, trophy called? Nobody could fucking to fucking yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull people on the street, yeah. maybe one out of a hundred are gonna say it's the commissioner's right, right. trophy. Yeah. Right. I get it. No. <laughs> Let's move on to hmm how about the NBA? That's a good one. That's a big one. I like that one. That's probably my favorite. So just to describe, because again, this isn't a, a medium that is audio based. So let's see the NBA trophy. Let's see NBA. Tro- I'm just going to do Google NBA trophy. It's oh, t- this is even more obscure than as far as the name goes than the uh, the baseball one. This the NBA trophy does have a name. Any guesses? Uh, mm, no. It is the Larry O'Brien Championship Trophy. I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> Which, I when I think that. of the sport of basketball, you know what I think of? The Irish. Good old Larry Larry O'Brien. He's, uh, yeah. which I don't know, I guess yeah. he had the Celtics, so who knows. But uh, for anyone, I mean, I imagine most people know who are listening to this what this looks like. But essentially, it's like a, a, a golden basketball. It's kind of like off-center. It's, it's sort of, I don't know what it's meant to represent exactly. Maybe it's like a hand... Uh, doing a layup or I don't know it's just going into like a, a big gold net now that I'm looking at it a little bit closer yeah. but it's uh, a very stylish uh, trophy yeah it's a I, I think that's uh, it's a it's great looking trophy like I always equate great. this so like yeah I always equate this trophy with Michael Jordan like watching the the bulls in the 90s right. and having right. jordan like hoist up and then you know they have all six of the bulls trophies there like that's that's what i always think of when i think of this trophy the larry <laughs> o'brien yeah i have no idea larry O'Brien. i wonder who that is um anyway yeah i think that i mean like i i do the same thing but like you know you have the lakers and like all these teams mm-hmm. that you watch as a kid and you have the whole you know this trophy and like I, I mean, I could put that number one for me. It would probably go number one just because I'm more a basketball fan than a hockey fan. I don't. But if I like, are you saying this my, is number one on my on my scale? That yes, I would put. <laughs> I mean, this is that is kind of the the whole point of this whole yeah, thing. I'm it putting, is. Yes, I'd put the the NBA the Larry O'Brien trophy. <laughs> Number one. All right. Well, the Larry. Like <laughs> I appreciate you using the Christian name for the for the trophy. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just yeah. call it the NBA. Uh, you know what? I'll give the whole name too. I'll, I'll pay the respect here. Larry O'Brien. There we go. Wow, I'm surprised it's over the Stanley Cup. So if I was a hockey fan, I would 
that would flop, but I'm just not a hockey fan. Okay. I don't, I don't have any like big memories of like anyone holding up a Stanley cup. Yeah. I just no. it's, a, it's a famous trophy. Like which one? And, and again, I'm not trying to sway you. It's just kind of a, a thought that popped into my brain. Let's say you had like two you you're in a hallway, you have two rooms in front of you, one to the left, one to the right. One leads to the NBA trophy, one leads to the Stanley Cup. And you can only go in one of those rooms and you get a chance to like get a picture with that trophy. Which one do you do? Oh. Um Yeah, I I I I'd go to the NBA. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, I would. I would. He stood yeah. he stood by his answer, ladies. I tried to get him yeah. a flip flop. He's he's re- too resolute. It was, good, too it was a good, you know. <laughs> you did think about it. Like, you did yeah. give it some thought. Yeah. The only uh, of the major sports, and maybe we can figure out a fifth one to kind of flesh things out too. The last of the the major, the big four uh of the uh, the major US based sports, the NFL. The I don't I don't know what the name of this fucking trophy is either. This one I know is the Lombardi Trophy. That's right. Okay, yeah, Lombardi. Okay, the second um, most popular of the names besides the, yeah, the Stanley yeah. Cup. Got it. Um, that's a nice one. I like. Which is for anyone unfamiliar, it's like a silver sort of like triangular stand thing that leads up, and then it's just got a big uh, silver platinum whatever football on on top of it. I think, like, out of respect to just trophies. <laughs> okay. I think I got to put the stay. I got to leave Stanley Cup at two. Yeah. Move this to three. If the Mariners had ever won a World Series, <laughs> I would have flipped this and mm-hmm. put, you know, but for right now, this goes three. World Series goes four. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, if it was me, this was Eric ranks it. I think I would, yeah. I would flip those, but, uh, but what? The, yeah, I just like the MLB, the look of the the Commissioner Trophy a little bit more than the Lombardi Trophy, just strictly based on the trophy. It just it just holds no place in my heart, though. You know, well, you know, you, you're there's just you're a fickle lover. It's a, it's a beautiful trophy, but I, I, there's nothing special to me. Like I've never seen one here in Seattle. Like, <laughs> I mean, how many know. times have you? I mean, I know you've seen on TV the Lombardi Trophy, but have you have you seen yeah. it in person? Were you at, at one of the? Were you at the big uh, parade? I watched it live. Okay, well that count that yeah. counts for something. Yeah. Should should we add a fifth? Does it make sense to do that? I mean, what? what yeah. What's what, like MLS? I don't know. what We that could is. try. Like, I mean, yeah, it's either that or the. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh when I say the WNBA, but I did already. <laughs> so don't laugh, Eric. <laughs> uh, okay, ML- MLS Cup. I think I've heard about this before. Oh, that's kind of a cool looking trophy. I'm looking it up right now. It's got, uh, so it's kind of like a, the base is, is the soccer ball. And then it's got like these ribbon sort of handle things coming up. And it's like a, a chalice, a, a giant silver chalice. Are you, uh, I can pull, pull it up here for I, you. If you I'm know. looking at it. Okay. But what if we, what, what does the World Cup look like? Ooh, that's, ooh, that's okay. That's better. That's, that's better. Let's see. World yeah. Cup trophy. Good question. How is it? That this is the biggest sport in the world. I've never fucking seen this before. I know it's called the World Cup. Like, it's kind of. I mean, granted, it's like old, so like, you know, there's probably a. Re- it's kind of ugly. I don't know. Are you looking at it? The one with the green at the bottom. Yeah, the green stripe. So it's like just a big solid gold chunk. It's got kind of <laughs> like uh, naked men holding up a globe, and then <laughs> uh, it's it's this is an ugly ass trophy. <laughs> 
Um, it look, it doesn't look very defined. Like it just kind of looks like a someone found a piece of gold and stuck it on a yeah. You know, That's, like you see the top, but like it's hard to like see what the side. I, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, far um, be it for me to cast judgment on trophy makers, but I feel like Mister T's and Kenmore could have done something a little bit better than this. <laughs> the the other one that like I uh, like uh, like the European League because that's a big one. Right, like oh the premier soccer. the Premier League, Premier League. That would be the only other. What you now? We need to look up the fucking Premier League now, Doug. Yeah, I mean the, the World Cup's not. That, that's actually. Uh, I mean, if you're going based on like just sheer, it's kind of a cool. But what do you look at the it. Premier League one now? <laughs> Nar- narrate what you're doing, please. I mean, I'm just. If, if that's a nice looking trophy, <laughs> what the Premier League? Yeah, did you? Yeah, I'm, uh, yes, I was unclear what it is that you were looking at, but yes, the Premier League again, just kind of a standard trophy, but it's got like a big uh, silver gold crown on top, some lion designs. Yeah, that's a nice looking trophy. I would put that that and the MLS trophy are both uh, comparable. I would say if you're going solely based on aesthetics, if we're if we're talking about notoriety, cool. though, I imagine the World Cup. Is probably the way you want to go, but it's your list. What do you What do you want to rank? There's no doubt soccer's going fifth, no matter what. So like, okay, uh, you got to pick one of those. Probably leaning Premier League. Okay, okay. Where uh, uh, Where are you thinking? Fifth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By default, it's going fifth. Like soccer, man. Would it even have mattered which league we were putting on this list? No. No. <laughs> They all would have been fifth regardless. You just yeah. arbitrarily chose the Premier League over the World right. Cup and the MLS. Right. right. Okay, good. good. Unless, you know, unless the WNBA has something to offer here. I'm uh, glad that with all these other four U.S.-based sports leagues, you just arbitrarily put the Premier League as the fifth <laughs> spot on our list. That's solid. This person I've seen the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> right. You were wowed right from the get-go. Yeah. Okay, so to summarize here, for Ryan's top five trophy rankings, they call him Mr. Sports. Number one, the NBA trophy, a.k.a. the Larry O'Brien. Two, the Stanley Cup. Three, the Lombardi trophy for the NFL. Four, the Major League Baseball's Commissioner's trophy. And then five is the Premier League trophy that probably has a name, but I didn't see what the name was. Well, thank you, Ryan, for taking some time out to to rank those those trophies for us. Do you feel feel good about that ranking? Sometimes you leave conflicted, but I don't think that you feel that way right now. No, I'm I'm not conflicted on that one. I'm, I'm I think it's pretty fair. I wish the um, MLB could have made a better run, but you know, yeah, maybe next year. Trophy wise, it is very unique. It it has its own distinct look. Uh, a lot of the, I didn't realize yeah. how many of these other sporting leagues just put like the ball that they use <laughs> as a prominent part of the, the the trophy whereas you know major league baseball they didn't stoop uh they didn't stoop to that level so good on them yeah uh let's see here so we've got time we've got some time to just shoot the shit shoot the breeze see how everything's going Ryan i've got some topics we can delve into we don't have to just sit here in silence for you know, 20 minutes or whatever. Uh, uh, Ryan, just going through my list here. No, no rhyme or reason. This doesn't necessarily have any tie-in with uh, our match that we'll be watching next week or anything like that. Do you have any thoughts on hypnosis? 
Um, <clears throat> we did. I mean, like we had someone come to our school one time and do one of those like shows where they, you know they you know, like in the bleachers and they do this stuff and you're supposed to. Be how how old were you? Is this like high school? Yeah, like sixteen or something. Okay, all right. You weren't yeah. one of the people chosen though, unfortunately, right? No, no. And like, I mean, I guess they did bring down, like, yeah, maybe like one or two. I guess they did, but they would do it. Like, it was like if you you can participate in the in the bleachers too. Like, if you just follow the steps, you can participate. And oh, come in. Yeah, did I don't it, know. I, was, did it I, was cool. I thought. Hmm? Did it affect you? No. Well, that's. I, I just like. I always thought the annoying thing about these people was like the people in the stands who would pretend to be fucking hypnotized. <laughs> like, those people pissed me off more than the guy who was actually doing it. Like. And you know, so that's kind of my my experience with him. I I don't know if that's where you're going, but that's all. That's my. I mean, I wasn't sure if there was going to be any stories or anything <laughs> attached to it. Uh, my school, so my school never brought a hypnotist in, although I would have fucking loved that. Uh, the closest that we ever came for our big senior party uh, after graduation, we went to where did we go? We went to like some arcade thing in Issaquah, and they had a hypnotist there. That was performing all sorts of, you know, uh, but I, I missed like the whole show, so I didn't even get a chance to do it. But I feel like that is like a vital part of the senior party experience. Like if your senior party doesn't have a hypnotist, you didn't even have a senior party. What? <laughs> what? Th- that's a thing? Yeah, that's, that's a, a thing? thing. Absolutely. God, I'm surprised you're so excited about it too. Like, it seems like you're really bummed that you missed this. I was bummed. Like, I remember, like, when I was a little kid. So, there's like a bit of an age gap between my older sister and myself. We're like five, six years apart. And I remember her telling me, like, oh, yeah, I went to the senior party. They had a hypnotist there. I was like, what? And so, like, I, you know, you don't see hypnotists in, like, everyday life. That's not something you encounter. But there's always, especially when you're, like, a kid, there's something, like, mystical and magical about the idea of a hypnotist. And I remember being so excited, but I missed the whole hypnotist show. I feel like there's these things that happen when you're a kid, and you just fucking take them straight into adulthood. Actually, your entire adulthood. Like wrestling, for example. Like, you know, you're so (laughs) into it, and and then you just, you know, you carry the passion into your, you know... Same with same with I guess hypnotist. I guess he did the same thing. I mean, uh, if, sure if somebody is like, "I Eric, I've got a ticket to go see a hypnotist. Do you want to come?" I would say, "Fuck yes, I want to go." Really? Yeah. Why not? What if it costs money? Well, I, the, the 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 scenario that I just presented was, "Hey Eric, I have a ticket to go see a hypnotist. Do you want to go?" I mean, like I would consider paying my, if I was in Las Vegas, which I mean, who 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 would ever be there? But uh, if I was in Las Vegas, I would probably like if somebody was like, "Hey, do you guys want to like go see like a hypnotist show?" I would say, "Sure, I'll, I'll fucking do that. Why not?" I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, I maybe um, I. <laughs> I the idea of it like is to me like I first of all I think everyone who's participating is um, being really annoying with their it's not like <laughs> I see they're thinking it, it just bothers me and secondly if I got chosen to do this under like a, you know like there's I just couldn't do I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd be distracted by too much stuff going on in my head like I'm I can't meditate I can't you know like I just wouldn't be able to do it like how do you know that they were faking it were they I, all looking at you winking. No, I just, I, they were, they just were, you, you just they, know, they just were like, fake they wanted, news. To be, they wanted to be hypnotized so bad that they thought they, they talked <laughs> themselves in to being hypnotized. And the, so I always like, 
I was always intrigued by the idea just because it was such a foreign concept to me. But then, like at, cer- at a certain point, I remember reading an article that was basically equating hypno- hypnotism to like when you have a moment when you're driving and you just sort of like blank out, but you're still yeah. operating. Like, you're still operating your vehicle, et cetera. Like, everything's working as normal, but then, like, you snap back to consciousness and you, like, don't remember the last, like, minute or two of driving. That's hypnosis. Okay. That's a good, that's actually a good way. And I, I do that every day. <laughs> I do that while I'm working. I do that while I'm... I, I mean, I am constantly in a state of that. So, like, <laughs> if other people aren't, then, like, maybe that's, you know... Maybe it's a way to get it, but I am constantly in that state. So um, you're in a. It's your second favorite state behind sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a great. You know, put me in a daydream. I'm. I am. I'm there. I am. You know. I'm very much. You know, I can. Ten minutes go by. I forgot. You know, I wouldn't be able to tell you what happened. Uh, The worst time that ever happened to me, the lone car accident I was ever involved in. I was literally in the middle of. Like one of those blank out moments, and oh uh, really? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> which which was not great because then of course when I'm being asked all these questions about like you know what happened, da da da, is I like literally the only thing I could think of was like I don't know. That's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait, how often would you say when you're driving you're in that state? Oh, uh, I mean, it's hard. That's hard. That's a hard question to answer. I'm not really 100. percent Positive. I feel like it happens less now than it used to, but I, I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, it is a it's a weird phenomenon, like you know, mm-hmm. to come out of it. But I just do it so often that, like, <laughs> that's how I drive now. Like, if if I, I I think I'd be able to tell, like, I'd be able to like replay it back in my head. I'm, right, I'm this good at it now. I'd be able to say, okay, this is what happened, <laughs> uh, even though I'm kind of in that. I think these, so like, this is just me armchair quarterbacking my own hip, hypnosis, but uh, I think it happens less when I have somebody else in the car with me. Yeah. I think it's more of, of something that happens when I'm like driving by myself. And so working from home now, like most of the, the trips, most of the time when I'm driving, I'm driving like three minutes away to like the grocery store and back. So like, there's not really that time to to do it so that may also play a factor into it uh, as well yeah but very infrequently these days it feels like hmm i no i what maybe maybe it's like that but you know i don't know to me that's just <laughs> just day to day you know what i think and, and this is actually another topic that i had on my list of things to to ask you about and actually kind of ties in with what we've just been talking about are you familiar with Sensory deprivation chambers. Yeah. Are are you have you done one? I have. Have you really? Mm-hmm. How long ago? Um like four or five years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you like it? I I couldn't get I couldn't like get into like I, I couldn't just meditate right like that's uh-huh. kind of the idea is you let your body kind of like sit there and you just i couldn't i couldn't do it um and i, I think if you go once it's gonna be hard to do but i, I couldn't it was yeah. fine i didn't hate it i just couldn't do get the full experience i only did i only I, i've done it once as well i did one in portland yeah. like before they were more con- did you do the one in kirkland or somewhere else i did do the one in kirkland yeah okay yeah. what uh what was the reason for wanting to go do that <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure I heard on like the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now he listens oh, to podcasts, this, everybody. This early, early stuff. This because this was this was before he like had completely blown up. But, I understand. No one's no um, one's judging you. No, no, but like I mean, I think like he had he had he had talked about it. he was really into it, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I, the fact that there was one right across the street from where we worked, I was like, all right, like, yeah. I'll go. So you dropped some DMT, and then you went and you did the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Be, that would be that would be a trip. It, it's weird because you're like you pull the thing down, it's dark, you know, and you can yeah. you have or no sound, and that would be a, that'd be an experience. But yeah, no, I, I did it. I didn't. I don't know. Were you were you nude? No, I don't. I think I wore some suit. Well, see, that's I think that's part of the problem. Is it? Yeah, you're supposed to be uh, naked. Supposed to be a little naked boy. Maybe I did. I no. I'm pretty sure I wore some suit. I feel yeah. Pretty sure I wore some suit. I remember we went to like this hippy dippy spot in Portland, and uh, yeah, just like I climbed in. I mean, there was pitch black, which I'm sure yours was as well. Yeah. You're like floating there. For anyone who doesn't know what a sensory deprivation chamber is, I'm sure most of you listening probably are familiar with the the concept. But it's essentially like, yeah, it, like no light uh, gets in or out. It's just pitch black. You're, there's enough salt in the water where you're buoyant. So in theory, you're just there floating. It's, it's like the closest equivalent to like being in space. And so the water is supposed to be the same temperature as your body. So you're just experiencing like nothingness for you know an hour or whatever amount of time you have allotted for it but i remember i was annoyed initially because when i got into the water i just kept like bouncing between the walls like a (laughs) fucking pinball and then eventually i had to like you know get it all get it all situated etc and then i remember i was just like laying there with my eyes closed i'm naked and i'm just like you know your mind's going for a while and then, like, I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, maybe I should just try and, like, masturbate really quick. God, you told me that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so maybe I've already told this story then. But, uh, it, which I don't think, I think I gave up. I think I quit, and I was like, this is, I, I, where would this go even? Then I'm just marinating my own juices. But, uh, yeah, that was, and then, then I think I splashed some water in my eye. But, yeah, it was a whole a whole thing. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> I just never understood, like, like the, um, like there, like park, park. Is there a reason you wanted to like jerk off right there? No, like, <laughs> I didn't book the appointment with the intention of doing that. It's just like you know, I'm no. sitting here. There's nothing else for me to do. I might as well just like try and do that. And then I realized, oh man, my imagination is shot. There's no, there's no possible way for me to do this without some sort of like visual aid. <laughs> That's wild, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't jerk off uh, during mine. Um, maybe that was a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe he would have enjoyed it more. I know, friend of the show, the senior hemorrhoid correspondent himself, Chris Paxton. <laughs> there was a time in his life where he was going like weekly. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, presumably not to jerk off, but you know, just to to go and hang out and float. Did does he did he get anything from it? Does he say like did he feel the the le- that you lose the sense of your body and you know whatever like uh I, that's a great question i mean i know he he i think he felt like refreshed and recharged and like any anxiety that he had kind of leading into it would you know to some degree sort of dissipate a little bit uh, at mm-hmm. the at the end uh, i'm sure i could ask him and he would be more than willing to share 
his experience. But but yeah, no, I mean he I mean, he was going a lot. He was going sometimes multiple times a week, if I remember right. Wow, he a little pricey too. I think it was like fifty, sixty bucks a. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't cheap. I remember because I mean, they. Had, I think they had, especially after COVID. I think they have to uh, swap the the salt water out each time, and you know, mm, make yeah. it a whole a whole big thing. So, well, so if someone you know drinks off in there too, you know, I'll swap that out. Like. I was just adding some more salt, dog. <laughs> Unsuccessfully, and then again, splashed splashed myself in the eye. So that was a a, a great time. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We probably have time for one more quick thing, and then we can uh, hit you hit the would you rather little bit. Uh, let's see. This has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, but I like this as a question. So we one of it's been a bit since we've revisited this this element of your personality, Ryan. The dentist too. The Dentist 2. Starring Corbin Burnson. Great movie. It's right up there with the with Meet the Fockers, in my opinion. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, were there any movies that you saw when you were young that, in retrospect, you're like, I probably was too young to have seen that? Like, Were there any movies that like scared you as a kid, and then maybe you had an irrational fear of whatever on account of those? So I don't recall any like movies specifically, but I do recall like one thing that kind of fucked me up as a kid. Okay. <laughs> like we, my dad would watch like of the discovery channel, like this, like, you know, like the, um, where they do like the crime investigation, you know, like these murder shows, like, okay. whatever. like the first 48 or whatever. Which yeah, for the, like that, for the longest time, I thought it was about people. States. Uh, huh. <laughs> The first 48, like every time I would see that come up on like, you know, the channel oh, yeah. guide or whatever, I was like, oh, that must be about history, about the, the states of yeah, the United yeah. States. It's I not. love these shows now, by the way, like Dayline, okay. or, yeah, whatever, like, right. but, but at the time this like, I was, I don't know, seven or eight and I was watching it and like, one of the things was like, this guy, they were like reenacting the murder and they like took this guy on a chair and like strapped him in and then like put a cinder block like tied the chair to a cinder block and then like dropped him over the bridge Jeez. and he you know that and then they went over it and i remember constantly for like you know at least like a year after that like every night thinking that this is gonna like happen to me like it was <laughs> terrifying like like and i really thought i was so horrified of like someone breaking into like my house like gra- like strapping me to a chair and then cinder blocking me <laughs> over the other bridge like terrifying shit like um, right a rational fear if there ever was one yeah, yeah, and I so I, like as far as movies, I don't like I don't recall anything that stuck up, but like that that really <laughs> that really freaked me out as a kid. I always thought that was going to happen. It still a little bit gets me. You know? <laughs> so if I showed up at your doorstep with a cinder block, you would not be ex- very excited to see me. Yeah, I'd be like pretty mortified. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good to know. Yeah. Uh, anyone who has a vendetta against Ryan, you you know how to get him now. <laughs> I yeah. I was scared of a lot of stuff when I was <laughs> when I was a kid. When I think back on it, like I was terrified of a lot of things. Uh, looking back on it now, like for example, right around five, six, seven years old, I remember every single night when I was going to bed, I would not just I would not casually climb into bed. I would leap into my bed because I did not want something grabbing my feet 
from so under- like a monsters under the bed. Yeah, it was like a monster under the bed type of situation. <laughs> like without yeah. fail, I would l- running leap into the bed so that any monsters underneath it could not could not grab me. It's kind of funny how like you're still like you know even though you thought the monsters under your bed, you're still willing to get into bed. Right, like the the safety of the covers exactly. <laughs> Yeah. That <laughs> once I have my WWF uh, Hulk Hogan <laughs> Ultimate Warrior covers on, then yeah. then no yeah. monsters are getting through there anymore. But right. I remember right. there was that. I also remember, and this is bizarre. This is a weird thing. But I remember, and I the name of the actual store escapes my memory. I have no idea what the store was, but I think there was a furniture store that used to have a commercial where they would have a little jingle. And then they, they, at the end of the commercial, it would always like flash white twice. So like it would be like, and that's not the tune. I'm just making up a jingle right now. Bucka! It would like, like flash, flash. And every single time I would hide before the at the end of the commercial. Was it loud or something? Like, I don't know. It wasn't like, it wasn't that much louder than the rest of the commercial. I just didn't want the flashes to get me. Just didn't. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. I mean, I've already talked. Uh, we, we've discussed my fear of seeds when I was a child, how I would dissect yeah. all of my vegetables. Like peas have, like the individual peas have seeds, green beans. We don't have to rehash all that. But yeah, fear of seeds. Uh, any t- Like my mom loved sci-fi movies and like horror movies. She would oftentimes have like Tales from the Crypt and fucking monster vision and shit on so i would always just like haul ass and run past the tv whenever that that stuff was on it was just constant living in constant fear for me yeah it's a rough childhood like. <laughs> this is this is why i have upwards of 30 guns today is because yeah uh, this, <laughs> exactly these these um, childhood fears did i ever go over my fear of pine cones have we <laughs> Oh, is that not <laughs> your fear? Is this a current day or this is previous? No, this is like this is like I was young. I don't know. Like <laughs> it's at least three years ago. Six. Okay, three to six. I don't know, but like, yeah, I was, like I was terrified of pine cones, and like, um, like one time on a boat, in order like my dad's cousin like to get me to sit still and not like move, he just took two giant pine cones like in Eastern Washington and set like right on each side of me. So I wouldn't move, and I just like pictures of me just sitting there, like, like frozen. Um, but you don't know the I, reason for this fear. I, I don't know. I was just <laughs> I did like pine cones, terrified of it. And it was like a known thing for me as a kid. I don't really remember it that well. I just kind of heard the story, but like, right, like frozen type of fear. Like you know, I would want to. Yeah. So like, there's pictures um, of you but, being emotionally scarred. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. There's a picture of me on a boat with these two giant pine cones sitting next to me, just so I wouldn't move on the boat. It's kind of fucked up. Like. <laughs> it's a little fucked up in retrospect. <laughs> this kid yeah, frozen so. in terror. Let's get yeah. a picture of him for posterity. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it came from, but a weird thing to be you know afraid of. But like you know, uh, huh? The, yeah, I don't know where where it stemmed from, but that is weird. Just so everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, let's see. last thing from my end around this particular topic. I wonder if I can find the name of this movie really quick. Like, give me one moment. Let's see. Uh, I'm not going to be able to find it. I'm just, I'm just going to abandon that idea as it is. If anyone knows, and I'm going to try my best to describe this fucking movie. So again, when I was a kid, I never, ever, ever watched scary movies. And to this day, I really don't watch 
scary movies because I hate jump scares. Um, but as a kid, always would run out of the room, hated them. And so, like, as a result of that, like, I was always d- very, uh, like, my, my sensitivity to horror movies and stuff like that was, you know, much uh, higher or lower, depending on what you want, how you want to look at it, versus, like, other people. And I remember, I think it was either fifth grade, sixth grade, one of the two, uh, whenever Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo came out, so we're talking 92-ish probably, I remember I had a sleepover party at a friend's house. Uh, ben, Shout out to Ben Larios. But uh, I remember the next, the next morning... We were we all had breakfast, whatever. It's like, okay, what do we want to do? Oh, does everyone want to watch a movie? It's like, sure, yeah, let's watch a movie. And like the movie that was determined that we were all going to watch was like this horror anthology movie. It was not. I don't even think it was like R rated. Thinking back on it now, it was probably like a PG thirteen type of type of scenario. But I remember there was like a monster that got somebody in a toilet, and there was like all this other stuff. And I was just trying to like be cool in front of my friends while on the inside I'm like, oh holy fuck, I don't want to be here right now. Like, I could not get out of that house soon enough to get away from this horror anthology movie. God, I I get it. I'm not a big horror fan either, so I, I yeah. Besides the dentist. the dentist, too. Besides the dentist, yeah. Two. So, the dentist, too, yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, you, you're, you're, very, you're yeah. very welcome. Yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead. Let's take a brief commercial break. We will come back with Ask the Talent. Thank you. And we are back. It's still winter. February is winter time still. I don't remember when spring starts. <laughs> so, so I'll look it up at some point in time, but it's still the winter of Would You Rather. February is, is upon us. Valentine's Day, right around the corner. Super Bowl, also right around the corner. What happens if you mix the two? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out this year. Helmet sex. But yeah. as far Padded helmet sex, but as far as far as our segment here of ask the talent, padded helmet sex, uh, ask the talent, ask the talent. Would you rather, Ryan, have the ability to see ten minutes into the future, or a hundred and fifty years into the future? It's actually a good question. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the hope that uh, I'm putting together decent questions for these. Obviously, one's what, a little bit more practical. What do you do with this knowledge? Can you, like, how does it work? Like, you can just see and then you, like, just come back and you make decisions based off that. Like, how long How long do you get this glimpse into the future for? I mean... Gonna, like, what does this look like? Uh, I think that's for, for up to d- us to define what this looks like. In my mind, like... It, let's say that you you choose the 10 minutes into the future thing. I think that you can like warp in to this mindset and like you can have like as you could continually always look at 10 minutes into the future if you were you so can view cool. it. Okay. Yeah, you can okay. view it and then shut it off at your leisure. <laughs> Which would also be funny if you sat there for an excess of 10 minutes and right. then you were just looking at yourself, looking at yourself in the future. Uh <laughs> Which also strikes me as a very Ryan thing to do. Okay. Um, shoot. And I, let's. You know what? I'm even going to sugar. I'm going to. I'm going to add a little bit of extra uh, incentives to this pot. Let's say, I think there was a Nicolas Cage movie that was fucking awful that had the same basic premise. Let's say that 
the things that you're seeing can be changed. So you have the capability of like, you know, like you can influence w- what it is that, that you're seeing happen. Yeah. I mean, like 10 minutes, like, I mean, I, I think you could like it, <laughs> you can maybe like kind of avert some like disasters that might happen in, you know, like that would be a nice feature of it. Um, right. Sure. You know, like, but to see 150 years of future, we kind of say, I don't think there'd be much to like, I mean, you pretty much just be watching like a, a movie or something, you know, like we need to make sure the Bulgarians don't get a hold of nukes. <laughs> I think, I think I would probably, I'd probably take 10 minutes. I'd probably take the 10 minutes. Um, well, shoot. I don't know. No, you know what? Actually, I would be, I'd get very bored with the 10 minute thing. I get very, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, oh, I'm you, watching I would TikTok be, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, yeah. Like I, um, you could probably do so. Maybe you could like, maybe like monetize that somehow. You know, make some money. The ten minutes, psychic. You know, probably yeah. Um, turn yourself. But if I was just using it to like, I, I I guarantee I'd get bored. I would never use it. Um, <laughs> and then I would, and I would end up running into like disasters just because I never used this like nice feature that I had. And I'd want to see 150 years in the future. Um, as far as usefulness, ten minutes. But like, as far as what I'd probably choose, yeah, I'd probably go with. 150 years in the future. Okay, so you're going with 150 just just to sate your own curiosity. Well, yeah, just just the way I am. Like, I, it just wouldn't be a. Someone else would have better luck with 10 minutes ahead than me. Someone else should be given this gift, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The world's greatest military sniper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ryan, <Sorry>. Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Is there anything that we can do to change your mind? It's probably a lot. Like, probably a lot. I'm, I'm barely on the 150 side. I'm just saying, like, I, what I'll if, turn it off. what if, okay, what if, uh, let, let's sweeten this pot. Okay. Yeah. So it's still 150 years in the future. Would you rather have that or the ability to see the next day? So you could get like a summarized version of the following day of your life. Mm, I think that would be helpful. Yeah. You could pre plan, like, you know, like if you have something big coming up, like you could, you know, take that and then, you know, kind of pre-plan. I, I would, I, the next day I would take, yeah. Okay. I would almost take 10 minutes. It's not, not going to take much to like move me back here. I'm just saying like. <laughs> you can see a full hour. Next day, yes, I would, I would take that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. There, there we go. Everyone gets yeah. their fill of, uh, <laughs> of, of Ryan right there. But uh, but that's it. I think we got a, a good little social bit after after last episode. I know we had a shorter shorter version, but uh, hopefully everybody got their got their fill of Ryan and and not anything related to professional wrestling for this episode. So you're welcome, everyone. But but follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Hardmark Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Follow Ryan TikTok RJ Murphy 1922. Let's review. Review us on iTunes. Leave us, give us five stars on there as well. Spotify too, five stars. Just listen to us for thirty seconds on Spotify and five stars. What 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 happens if they give us four stars, Ryan? Cinder blocked. <laughs> they get cinder blocks attached to their feet, yeah. thrown off a bridge. That's yeah, so you know if you want Ryan showing up at your house with his powers of ten minutes. Uh, in the future, then, you know, it's your funeral. <laughs> Good luck getting Dennis Tude. But uh, if you're not hard, everybody, get hard. Once you get hard, stay hard. Rumpus time is over. Thank you very much. He's never going to have sex again. <laughs> <laughs>